So this is going to be a conversation about software freedom and how it has, how it impacts our life. And uh, my attempt to understand your take on you know software freedom and your how it is. Okay. So to start with, how would you like to define what you do uh, as a person? Uh, I'm an educator. Uh, I teach uh, engineering students. I believe that. Uh, the ability to do things is very important and uh, free software is one way students can do and build things and uh, from this perspective uh, free and open source software and the freedom movement is very important. So how did, it get, how did free software become a part of your life? Uh, I didn't know uh, what free software was when I started uh, working with software. Uh, being a civil engineer, I started with uh, numerical computations. Uh, the first uh, experience with free software was when I started using uh, Linux. I remember it was Red Hat 5. Uh, I believe it was Red Hat 5. Uh, it was the first time I realized that uh, you could do things the way you want with free software. Even though at that point of time I didn't know what free software was. Uh, for me the prime thing was uh, the ability to do things. Uh, I remember uh, the first experience where uh, uh, me along with my uh, PhD advisor, we built a small network for uh, the civil engineering department at the University of Rootkey. Uh, we were able to give internet access when the university didn't have internet access and that too on a dial-up modem. This ability to do things, I think, is what uh, made me understand the power. Uh, it was only later that I understood about licenses and freedom and Stallman and other things. But uh, as I believe, uh, it gives the chance for somebody to do things uh, which possibly you could not have done otherwise. And why do you think having this chance is important? Uh, Human endeavor, I think, requires solving problems, um, academic, societal, whatever. And in today's world, uh, many solutions involve uh, user software, whether it is uh, uh, simulations or uh, building devices. Uh, it is impossible to solve problems nowadays without using software in one or the other way. And uh, Therefore, having the ability to choose and build things with free software is important because it gives you the freedom which possibly um, non-free software would never give. And so why do you think this is not a very commonplace understanding? Why, do, why is it that not every person in education, every student or every teacher doesn't desire the same element of freedom? Level of freedom. Mm. Okay, uh, I, I, I really can't, uh, I have not cracked this uh, problem yet. Um, I myself have uh, worked with many of my colleagues and uh, faculty from other colleges trying to get this movement going for quite some time. But, uh, okay, the understanding and the uh, you know, uh, realization amongst 
educators today is much better. But it, I mean, I fail to understand why everybody doesn't simply take it up. Uh, is it the curriculum that is responsible? Is it uh, the lack of awareness? It's very difficult to say. But I see the scene changing. I can. Uh, people may not really understand the, the true meaning of freedom. Uh, they may not uh, appreciate the different types of licenses. But I begin to see what value free software has in building things. And that is changing. But still, understanding the true essence, I still don't see it. And uh, I, frankly, I don't know the reason. Uh, I uh, fail to understand why it would not be pervasive. I, I don't know. I, I can't explain. Yeah, so uh, have you been able to translate this technological freedom into other aspects of your life? Uh, has it played any, how, what sort of role has it played in other areas? May not be directly, yeah. but uh, my appreciation of what the software, free software community does uh, has changed the way I look at things. Um, for somebody to give uh, complete access to something that they have created without the slightest hesitation, I think uh, uh, not many people really appreciate. Uh, many of us uh, use free and open source software, but perhaps uh, are not aware what motivated those developers. Uh, this has really helped me, and that is one reason why I make all effort to uh, advocate and use free software in uh, my teaching or research. Uh, I take every opportunity to spread the use of free and open source software. I think that is one way it has affected. Yeah. So tell us something about the most uh, challenging experiments in trying to apply the concepts of software freedom in your academic life. Uh, what was your experience in these experiments? Mm. I have tried several times to uh, get thinking of uh, the faculty or the board of studies changed. Uh, where, okay, uh, simple replacement of tools. Let's not talk about uh, free software and the freedom movement, nothing. Just let us simply try to replace an existing proprietary tool with something that is, uh, uh, I can say, a free and open source software. Uh, that was when I saw that many people believe that something that is free uh, cannot be of quality. Uh, everybody raises uh, questions about uh, its ability to meet uh, expectations or uh, documentation or support, when in fact uh, they use the minimal features of the proprietary software that they are actually using. So uh, this has been a great challenge. It would have been such a simple task to replace many of the tools with free and open source. Uh, many people think that our attempt in doing this is to save money and save cost. I try to tell them that 
this is a way to get students to play with things. Uh, I try to tell them that uh, this is a way student gets an opportunity to test himself against others. Uh, nowadays, you have so many uh, open source software challenges and things like that. Uh, but uh, the understanding of this, uh, e even today, after trying for quite now some some years, it's still very low. I think uh, it is been a tough thing. Uh, not been able to convince people about these. What are the biggest uh, bottlenecks that you see in uh, free software adoption or usage at the larger level in education? I mean, apart from what you already outlined about. Uh, a clear policy from the top uh, regarding the appropriateness of free and open source software and inculcating them into curriculum, getting faculty trained in those and propagating not just the saving in cost but also the major benefits that the students would get uh, through the ability to play with things, uh, the ability to create things on their own. Uh, this should be done top down. Uh, it's very difficult to do this bottom up, individual faculty trying to advocate. Uh, it's important, it is necessary, but if it comes top down, I think it will be much faster, much quicker. So what advice would you have for us for an enterprising student who doesn't want to let the college interfere with his education? I think today uh, students have this uh, great resource, the internet, and a motivated student, I'm sure, will be able to uh, learn and create things on their own. Uh, it is just that uh, they need to be pointed in the right direction. Uh, they need to be shown um, the usefulness of the things that they could do. Uh, while many academic institutions focus exclusively on an examination system, uh, I'm sure there are several students uh, who are also interested in doing things outside the exam system and uh, the number of resources today, the MOOCs and uh, the tutorials or the uh, stack exchange or whatever, I, I think there is a great opportunity. Uh, there is um, today, uh, you know, much easier, it is uh, much easier today to uh, develop an additional uh, ability or skill uh, compared to let us say 10 years ago. So, how does one cultivate this correct learning attitude? And how early can we start building this learning attitude? And curiosity. Uh, I, I think it is a trait that uh, a student develops through a personal experience or a personal motivation. I don't know if it can be taught in mass. Uh, I don't know if curiosity can be taught. I think the environment in which the student is put is more critical in helping a student to identify a problem for himself. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, the moment a problem is set by an outside person, it becomes a task. 
uh, when a person sets a task for himself or herself, I think uh, the person is on a self-driven path. Uh, I think many a times this happens because a student is motivated by a benchmark. Uh, it could be non-academic. I mean, somebody would want to become Sachin Tendulkar, for example. Uh, somebody else would like to become Zuckerberg, for example. So uh, what triggers this, I, I find it very difficult. But uh, a teacher, I think, has a major role in showing, you can say, uh, higher levels that the student could reach. Uh, may not be that all students would aspire to reach that level, but I think some students would. Recently, in the free software community, we've had a lot of discussion about diversity, uh, ethnic diversity, gender diversity, so that we can have multiple perspectives to problem solving. Uh, what is your view on that uh, in our context here? Uh, I think in the engineering field, the engineering academic field today, uh, at least uh, gender-wise, uh, there is some parity. Uh, not much of a uh, difference there, especially in the computer science related uh, branches. But in the others, it is still skewed. But uh, there is no conscious effort by academic institutions uh, to understand the need for diversity. Uh, if there is a parity between uh, uh, boys and girls today, uh, it is pure chance. Uh, it is not by design. And uh, I don't know if anybody is thinking of diversity in any other aspect, uh, maybe urban rural or uh, uh, privileged and I don't see that as uh, an important consideration in any of the things that we do. Uh, and, and I'm equally, you know, guilty. Uh, no, I think it is not at all much of a point and maybe it needs to be uh, consciously studied and uh, developed. Right now, uh, it is not at all a concern. Okay. Uh, uh, so, two pieces of advice. One <coughs> to teachers who, who deal with free software and one to students. So what would you like to advise? Uh, for teachers, uh, this is not necessarily related to free and open source software. Uh, I believe that uh, a teacher's responsibility is to create uh, an atmosphere or environment where learning is encouraged. Uh, thinking on by oneself should be encouraged. Uh, considering alternative views, alternative solutions should be encouraged. Uh, I personally believe that uh, it is impossible to teach anybody anything unless the person wants to learn. Being able to create that environment where uh, teachers are motivated to learn uh, is important. Uh, one way to make students learn on their own is to show the satisfaction of building and creating things and uh, solving problems perhaps those which have already been solved, but solving those problems by themselves, trying to understand how things work 
and uh, free and open source software have a great role to play in this. Uh, so we should leverage free and open source software in developing this environment where students are told how complex it is even though the final solution may appear to be very simple. So mastering these tools and uh, being able to build things uh, will create that environment. For the students, you should build things with your own hands. No matter how simple that would be, no matter how primitive that may be at this point of time, uh, maybe that has been done thousand times over by others, but the satisfaction of doing things with your own hands is the starting point to learn. You should set your own benchmarks. You should, the students should set their own benchmarks. They should look for new problems on their own. Uh, they can always be guided by their teachers, but their personal experiences are what will drive them to the next level. So you should leverage free and open source software on this journey. Any final closing words uh, in general about this? Uh, the free and open source community is amazing. People should understand what motivates people to contribute things without expecting, let us say, returns in monetary terms. The ability to create things which satisfy oneself and satisfy others uh, can be a great joy. Be, being able to create such a thing, a product or a service or whatever, is a great joy. And uh, we should learn from all the people who contribute to free and open source software, whether it's small or big. So there is a life lesson to learn, I think, by studying uh, the motivations and the methods of working of the free and open source community. And so where can people find you? How will they contact you? Uh, I'm currently registrar evaluation at uh, Vishwasraya Technological University in Belgaum. But uh, I'm a professor at the Kaili Technological University in Hubli. I can always be contacted at my email address, uh, satish.anigiri at gmail.com spelling s-a-t-i-s-h dot a-n-n-i-g-e-r-i at gmail.com Thank you.